You're listening to the Tax Bits podcast, where we provide bite-sized tax updates and news that impact you and your loved ones. As always, you can find show notes and resources for each episode at cartaxlaw.com. Now, here's your host, Jason Carr. Hello once again, and thanks for tuning in to the third episode of my monthly tax podcast. As always, if you know others who might benefit from listening, let them know they can find the podcast on their platform of choice, including Apple and Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Okay, so most of you have undoubtedly seen or heard those commercials claiming that you can settle your tax debt for pennies on the dollar. Without going into what I think about those commercials, what they're really talking about is an available IRS program called an Offer and Compromise. It's a federal tax program that's designed to help taxpayers who owe more to the IRS than they can realistically pay. The program essentially lets you make a deal with the IRS to pay less than your full tax debt by either offering a lump sum payment or a series of payments over a short period of time. So at its core, it's an offer to pay less than the total amount of tax debt because you simply don't have the cash or because paying the whole thing would present a financial hardship. That is, leave you broke. But before you get too excited, know that the IRS only approves about 40% of all offers. And it's only that high because the IRS has started going after those who submit frivolous offers with no chance of success. Okay, the first step is you need to show that you're eligible for the program. That means you will prove it by submitting a couple of important documents. I mean, naturally, it's the government, so there's got to be forms involved, right? The first is the 433A OIC for individuals or Form 433B OIC if you're applying for a business. And yes, you can get an offer and compromise for businesses. So this form is where you outline your income, expenses, and assets. Additionally, you'll have to send in a Form 656 with details of your tax debt and what you owe. This is essentially the offer document where you outline what you're able to offer by way of compromise to settle your tax debt. One side note to save you some time before you start down this road, you can use a tool on the IRS website called an Offer and Compromise Pre-Qualifier. So just do a Google search and it'll come up to see if you may be eligible. The tool is only a guide, so you can't get official approval, but it does save you some time up front before starting the process. If the tool indicates you may qualify, then you should proceed. If not, you should consider other resolution options. Okay, so assuming you fall into the May Qualify category, it's important to understand other things involved beyond completion and submission of the forms we've just discussed. Basically, once you send in your application, the IRS will review it and make a decision, typically within four to six months, although I've seen some take much longer. They can also reject your offer application and return it because you forgot some important information, so you got to make sure that everything's filled out precisely correct. But if that happens, you can add the missing information and resubmit. Now, When evaluating your application, the IRS will consider your situation holistically, including your ability to pay, what you earn, your regular expenses, and your asset equity. And prior to the IRS considering your application, they're going to check that you're in filing and payment compliance. This means, first, you need to file all your tax returns you're legally obligated to file. So what does that mean? Basically, they're going to go back and make sure that you filed the last six years. So if you have any missing tax returns, get those done before you submit your offer. Uh, You must have also received a bill for at least one tax debt included on your offer. They do what's called a notice of deficiency, and uh, basically that's what must happen before you're ever able to get into any kind of resolution program. So you had to have received a final bill saying this is what you absolutely owe. You also need to make, make all required estimated tax payments for the current year if that applies to your situation. 
And if you have a business, make all required federal tax deposits for the current quarter uh, if you have employees, so your payroll taxes. So if you don't satisfy each of these conditions, your offer will immediately be returned without further consideration. In other words, denied. A few other things to know. There's an application fee of $205, uh, which is non-refundable. Um, there are waivers available for that, but uh, most of the time you're going to have to pay that fee. Plus, you have to submit an initial payment, which is also non-refundable for each form 656. Uh, this payment is based on whatever you're proposing when you send in your forms. So you submit a payment of $200 with your application if you're proposing payoff, uh, the agreed upon part of your balance at the rate of $200 a month over a period of time. Uh, typically six to 24 months. So if you're going to do a monthly payment, you need to at least submit that first payment with your offer. On the other hand, if you're offering a lump sum, let's just say a $1,500 amount on a $35,000 tax liability, you'll need to send in at least 20% or $300. Now you can send in the entire $1,500, but I don't recommend it until you get an approval. But you send that in with the agreement to pay the remaining amount over no more than five months once they've approved your offer. So if you're pay, if you're offering fifteen hundred, you're paying three hundred. You'll have to figure out how to pay the remaining twelve hundred uh, once they've approved your offer within a five month period. Another point to remember, if you have a legitimate doubt that you owe some portion or all of the tax debt the IRS claims you owe, you should first complete and submit what's called a Form 656-L. This is an offer and compromise doubt as to liability. So if there's any doubt you owe part or all of the tax debt the IRS is saying that you owe and you, you don't agree with it, you, that needs to be settled before submitting an offer based on your ability to pay. Also, before you fire off a letter to the IRS, let's discuss a few of the finer points of an offer and compromise. First, know that the government will retain any tax refunds you're expecting in the time your OIC is being considered. Plus, they'll keep any tax refunds you're due in the year in which your offer is approved. So if you're doing an offer and compromise, don't expect to get a refund anytime soon. Further, the refunds will not be tallied into your total OIC payment amount. So if you think you're going to get $3,000 back, you can't include that in your offer. That's just not going to be, it's not going to be counted. Uh, they won't, so they won't knock down your OIC balance and you can't apply it to the following tax uh, years estimated taxes either. Lastly, after you submit your OIC, you still need to file and pay on time all your required tax returns, estimated tax payments, and federal tax payments for you and any business in which you have an interest. Uh, there's no tax break here, so make sure you stay in compliance while your offer is being evaluated. A couple other things. Um, an OIC can't be accepted for processing if the IRS has referred your case involving all of the liabilities identified in the offering to the Department of Justice. In other words, if this is a criminal matter, um, save yourself some time. Don't, don't submit an offer. Just pick up the phone and call someone like me. Know that the IRS can levy your assets until you're approved, so this doesn't stop levy. So uh, if you're at risk of levy and you're doing an offering compromise, you're going to need to get into some kind of collection hold status or something in the meantime while it's being reviewed. And of course, any penalties and interest will continue to accrue during consideration of your offer. So just because you're doing an offer, it doesn't stop the clock. Uh, and also the statute of limitations, it does stop while the OIC is being considered, including if you decide to take it to appeals if the offer is rejected. In other words, make sure you take the time to present a viable and solid offer, or you'll only end up owing even more to the IRS and they'll be able to come after you for an even longer period of time. So make sure you have your ducks in a row before you do an offer and compromise. And remember, you can't get the green light if you didn't file any required tax return or make a required estimated tax payments. I know I mentioned this already, but compliance is key if you're going to have any shot at success here. So many of my clients who uh, have tried offers and compromise on their own in the past have gone down the road, submitted a, a what would 
otherwise be a, a, an acceptable offer, but then they didn't file their tax return in the year or they miss a quarterly payroll payment. All of those things are going to derail any offer and compromise. So that's it for this episode. I'll leave you with one final thought. Mark Twain said, the only difference between a tax man and a taxidermist is that the taxidermist leaves the skin. And OIC might just save yours. Take care, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please tell your friends and colleagues to visit cartaxlaw.com. Cartaxlaw.com. Thanks for listening and be sure to tune in next time for another edition of the Tax Bits Podcast. Podcast.